You know, being a founder is very courageous. I'm not talking about waking up one day, calling yourself a founder, putting CEO in your LinkedIn and calling it good. I'm talking about every single day, waking up, spending 12 hours working on something that no one thinks you have any business working on, going to bed the next day, waking up, and then and doing that for, for years on end. But but at some point, if, if things work out, you start to push the, the boulder over the mountain and things start to work out. And then all of a sudden things start to get not easier, but people start to believe in you more. People start to like help you. They think you can do it. Um, you know, this is what they maybe call product market fit. Well, Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast that highlights everything that happens before then. We interview founders before they've figured things out, when they're still pushing that boulder up the mountain, not even sure if they're able to get it up to the other side. I'm your host, Matt Sherman, and let's get into the next episode. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Ken Babcock, who's a co-founder of Tango. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Thanks, Matt. Uh, Going great. I'm excited to have you here, and I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on at Tango. For those who haven't heard of your company yet, what is Tango? What are you working on? Yeah, so very simply put, um, you know, Tango is a Chrome extension that allows you to create step-by-step how-to guides uh, of, of any process that you're doing in the browser, uh, complete with screenshots, URLs, descriptions. So, you know, the primary value we provide is that you do your work sort of in the flow of how you'd normally do it. Um, and we automatically create documentation of what you just did. So walk me through a little bit about um, kind of like a, a, an average experience. If someone wants to just hear about this, like, you know, on the internet, they sign up. Um, what, what, can you kind of walk us through a little bit of what they would experience going through kind of like, like using the product and, you know, kind of like painting that picture for us? Yeah, totally. So, um, you know, think about any process you do either on a daily, weekly basis. Um, you know, a good example uh, you know, is, is kind of using either Salesforce, Zendesk, uh, Greenhouse, you know, any software that's internal to your company. Um, and you have a way of, of sort of using that, right? You figured out all the bells and whistles, you figured out your process that might be the most efficient. Um, and so, you know, Tango is really there, you know, when you have those processes, you're about to kick those off, you can say, Hey, you know what, let me show the rest of my team how exactly I do this. Um, you click the extension, hit start capture, and then just go through your process. And basically what what we do is every action that you take, whether that's a click, type, drag, drop, copy, paste, um, we take a screenshot in that moment. um, And that becomes one of the steps of your process uh, when the documentation is created later. So, you know, a lot of of the use cases that we've seen, um, you know, is ultimately very process-driven functions, um, companies that are trying to scale either, you know, scale their business or scale, scale headcount. Um, so bringing out a bunch of new people, showing them how to do things. Uh, that's been, that, that for us has been a nice, um, you know, sort of product market fit. And tell me a little bit about kind of the origin story here. Like, you know, how and why did you decide to kind of get started with this? And, you know, you know, you tell me about kind of the early days. Yeah. So um, myself and my two co-founders, uh, Brian and Dan, we were all uh, first year students at Harvard Business School. 
And so we had started um, working on the, the very early phases of Tango um, uh, while we were there. And the, and the first idea was, was really Brian's and, um, you know, it was, it was Twitch for work. And so the idea of, you know, can you watch people who are really good at their job do what they do? You know, sort of the, um, the software version of, hey, let me sit behind somebody at their desk, watch them do their work, ask questions. Um, and so, you know, that, that idea is where it started, but eventually what we realized was that, um, you know, it wasn't just video, it wasn't just live streaming. It was really like, what were the steps that were taken in that process? Um, and so we looked at, you know, video, video recording tools like, like Vimeo or Loom. And we said, you know, what's missing here. It's really that, that step-by-step. So someone can kind of digest it at their own pace, jump ahead if they need to. Um, and so we kept working on that. And uh, this was even you know, before the pandemic, but when the pandemic hit in March, a lot of these prospective customers that we were talking to, all of a sudden, you know, these, these pain points that they were feeling around remote and hybrid work, um, you know, really accelerated our product development. Uh, people were essentially like, if you can build this, we will use it. Um, we're, we're you know, onboarding people remotely for the first time. We're struggling with knowledge transfer. You know, it's hard for me to know what people are doing on a day-to-day basis. Like I see the outcomes and, and, and the inputs, but I don't know the in-between. And so, you know, that for us was really like a call to action. Um, so we ultimately dropped out of, of Harvard Business School um, to pursue Tango full-time, um, you know, because it was just, we felt like we were in a, in a unique moment in time with a, with a product that would serve, you know, an immediate need. And the... Uh kind of as you work on this, what do you spend your, your time on? You know, I mean, there's three of you, as you mentioned, I'm sure you all have like the different skills. So it's really, you're working on different things. How do you know what to spend your time on? And like, when you woke up today, other than having this 20 minute podcast, like, how do you know what to work on? Yeah. Um, well, well, we we're really fortunate in that, um, we've brought on a bunch of people who are way better at what they do than what we do. So, um, you know, we're a team of, of 15 today. Uh, and so, you know, a lot of this stuff, uh, from, from a build and execution standpoint, um, is being handled by our, you know, like top-notch engineering team, product manager, product designer, um, biz ops lead. But, you know, I think, I think for us, you know, we just launched last week. I know I mentioned that to you, uh, uh, earlier, but, um, a lot of it now has been focused on how do we, how do we get the right feedback and how do we make sure that the channels, for feedback um, are allowing us to iterate better. So tying in that, like, you know, we have new usage, we have new users, um, they're having certain types of experiences, you know, what can we do from a qualitative standpoint and also like a data standpoint to understand what's working in the product and what isn't. Um, and so, you know, myself, Dan, Brian, that's, that's really what we're focused on right now is making sure we have those inputs so that our awesome, what we call the build team can just go build a great product. And kind of outside of the day-to-day and kind of your team of, of, you know, 15 or 18 with, with the, with, with the co-founders, um, what do you kind of see is the big vision here? Like in five, 10, 15 years when the team is a hundred, 500, you know, a million, not, not a million, but you know, you know what I mean? What, what is, what does Tango look like then? And kind of what's the big, uh, um, what's, what's the kind of the big vision here and what direction are you rowing in every day? Yeah, it's a good question because, you know, today it's um, we're, we're really sort of lowering the barrier to creating documentation within an organization. 
um, something that has always been seen as a chore or a secondary priority is now just passively happening. And I think, you know, once you have um, people creating documentation and, and viewing it, we, you know, we have a roadmap that uh, where we're going to be investing a lot in the viewer experience as well. But let's say you have an organization that is um, creating a bunch of tangos, viewing a bunch of tangos, and it's becoming kind of this data set of how a team works. Um, and, you know, I think what's interesting there is, is really two pieces. Um, guidance. So the idea that, you know, you're a new employee or maybe, you know, you're just an employee who's trying to get better at their work. We might actually surface relevant tangos to you based on the page that you're on, based on the steps that you've completed previously. Um, you know, and that can be really powerful. Meeting people in the moment where they're struggling or getting stuck. Um, another piece uh, that we talk a lot about is sort of this category of workflow intelligence. Um, you know, I think we, we take a lot of inspiration from um, one of our lead investors portfolio companies, gong.io. Um, they've done amazing work for sales teams. They talk a lot about revenue intelligence. For us, workflow intelligence is this idea that, you know, we're creating a data set of how people are working, what apps are they using, how much time are they spending, what is the best practice, how are people deviating from the best practice, does the best practice deserve to be updated? Um, for these organizations that are scaling and changing and iterating constantly, um, you know, how work gets done is also changing. And so, you know, we want to be kind of a partner to organizations that are trying to make sure that their teams stay productive as, as they grow. And in order to kind of make that happen and make division come to life, like you'll need some help, right? It takes, it takes a village to make a, to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? Are you looking, you know, for users, customers, beta testers, you know, how can we assist? Yeah. Um, so I think, I think the biggest thing is, you know, Tango is um, today free on the Chrome store. We're, we're going to introduce paid plans. Um, in November, uh, it won't be something where we, you know, ratchet back a bunch of the functionality that you've experienced in the free plan, but it'll be more, you know, introducing new features um, come November. And so, you know, we'd love for people to download the extension, give us feedback, um, you know, and feedback around like use cases, um, what features you wish we had, that stuff is all super helpful. And then, um, you know, the second ask, you know, we have six or seven open roles right now across um, a variety of, of almost new functions at Tango. Um, and so, you know, these are really unique opportunities for people to come in and fill a role as the first person in that function, whether it's um, data engineering, customer success, um, visual design. Uh, so, you know, we're looking for those folks and, um, you know, we've built an amazing team so far. So I think it's a, it's a great group to join. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to learn more about you online, try you out, you know, potentially work for you or work with you, you know, how can they find you? Do you have a website or a social media account, email address? You know, how can someone kind of get in touch if, if they want? Yeah, tango.us. That's the easiest way to, to, to either get in touch or learn more about what we do. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me.